0: This is a crowd podcast. Ah, 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 ah. You're listening to Fox Given, the one where we you answer your questions. It's like, I was going to say therapist.
1: No, that's not what I want. Like Dr. Florence and Reed, except we're just so unqualified. Like, don't. <laughs> don't take Uh, uh, what we have to say as like medical advice because that's not what we're doing here we're just two people talking about our own experiences like that was an accidental disclaimer that went from a joke so yeah uh, yeah, nice yeah uh,
0: nice one (laughs) nice Um, but also a really shit way to introduce the podcast and make people excited about us answering their questions
1: it's gonna be exciting we're gonna go in deep Oh, yeah. And by Do the way, you. I am Florence. And I'm Reed, and you're listening to Fuck's Given.
0: <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> is it, though? <sighs> is it? Yeah, it is weird um but yeah we are really excited to be answering your questions today you have sent us in a lot of questions over from instagram and our email so we are gonna deep dive into those um and give you some great great advice because we are great at giving advice
1: Um, And of course, our Instagram is at comecurious, where we will ask you on our stories to hand in your questions. And the email to ask questions is Florence,
0: you do this better than me. FKS given at... Comecurious.co.uk. Whoa, nearly not better than me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right, what it's question gonna are we going to be gonna... hard today? I think it's gonna be a hard one. What questions are we cracking off with?
0: <laughs> There's a great one to start with, there to be was, honest. Yeah, I think that we can that just dive great. into that top one, which is what is the best way to prep for anal? <laughs> <laughs> Straight in there, straight in there.
1: Straight in. I feel like we can answer this as well because in the past Mm. couple of months, we've both had quite a bit of anal
0: experiences, haven't we? Oh my God, this is actually so true. And usually we would be, you know, just, pulling this out of our ass quite literally. Literally, yeah. But like, this yeah, I've time. heard that like
1: lube is okay for anal yeah cool. <laughs> but now we can be like actually this
0: is tried and tested. Oh well obviously the number one thing there, definitely lubricant. You can't have anal sex without lube lube yeah we used to
1: say that coconut oil was the best lube
0: but coconut oil and oil-based lubricants
1: cannot be used with condoms so mm. do be aware mm. when you're having anal yes i know that you can't get preggers but it's so worth using a condom because of stis
0: uh, and you can catch stis up your bum and i have done that before so oh my heart
1: and also you can get preggers if you're not fucking careful if you're just flying that come around everywhere yeah it just happens
0: <laughs> <laughs> the miracle baby yeah. from anal sex, just um, anal.
1: That would be some serious Jesus. But baby. also
0: like not like there's more to it than just lube there definitely is more to it th- than just lube. you need to kind of like warm up into anal you can't oh, just so really important. go straight in unless you're an absolute
1: anal fiend and you love it and you feel comfortable with anal then yeah you can go straight if you're in an anal, anal
0: fiend if you feel then comfortable you probably have already done the warm-up like previous yeah. times right um, yeah yeah they they know their butthole like their butthole Mm. but you can get anal prepping kits as well that like start off with like small butt plugs didn't you have one of those Reese? so yeah I recently got a butt plug and I've used butt plugs before and they didn't really work for me so this one Mm. was sort of
1: like the um the tulip shaped butt plug and that was really great I actually took the time out specifically to look up how to prep myself I was doing a lot of like rubbing and breathing and getting like feeling myself fingering with with lubricant and then I popped the butt plug in and I tried it for myself rather than kind of with a partner and and having that sort of almost like already getting your back up and like slightly uncomfortable you want to do that shit you want to do that shit on your own um <laughs> yeah. and I enjoyed it so much that then I decided to bring it into the into the bedroom into the mm. cu- partnered playroom I don't know what the- fuck to call
0: it i think like anal toys are the best way to start like if you mm-hmm. haven't had anal before even with your partner like partnered a like using a butt plug whilst you're having sex is amazing anyway like it just heightens all sensations but if you're actually like wanting to go in for anal sex and you're like right there you're ready um it's really good to warm up with fingers or maybe if you're into rimming like a bit of rimming before i would definitely just say warm up. Before going straight in with a diuk.
1: Yeah, warm up can also be actual penetri- vaginal penetrative sex too. Mm. That can, I mean, that was probably one of the only ways I managed to, because you kind of get in the sex space and everything's yeah. all like loosey goosey down there, and you're like, you know what? Maybe you can slip it in, see yeah. what happens. Mm. The
0: last time that I had anal sex started off with vaginal sex, yeah. and then it went to like oral with an additional toy in my ass which yeah. wasn't really a butt plug but it was like not a large sex toy and like doing like the oral and playing with that and then like warming up and then suddenly like before I knew it anal sex is happening mm. <laughs> with Surprise. communication yeah I
1: was gonna say like oh, it's happening but no, it was it- Wonder, yeah clearly um
0: but that was a really good way of warming up into it and it was actually the best anal sex experience that I've ever had mm. because I was so like red like I was just ready for it like because I was enjoying having the toy inside me at that moment um and then the dick just like slipped straight slipped in. in your butthole wanted it it was like give it to yeah me. at first mm. it was a bit like oof. I don't know, like, am I actually ready for this? But then suddenly I just, like, relaxed. And I also had, um, I was being stimulated by my doxy one visager at the oh, same time, yeah, which helps. definitely helped. So if you have a clitoris and you're trying anal sex, then I'd really highly recommend vibrator on your clit at the same time as anal sex.
1: Mm, and plus part of the communication is also explaining and saying look I've not enjoyed anal before or even like where I've been where I've had literal anal trauma and Mm. that has made like implanted a planted a seed in my mind that makes me think I'm not going to enjoy it Mm -hmm. and explaining that and saying like hey can we just really take it slow or at this pace or can I get on top and control the movement and that that really changed the whole situation around anal fun Mm -hmm. Mm all right next question this question is jokes. Is it hot to sleep with your boss?
0: <laughs> so problematic. All so levels.
1: problematic. Why is it that our fantasies are so problematic? The amount of times I've masturbated over a boss is unreal. It's just a really bad idea. Yeah, it's a dangerous <laughs> idea. I think the only time is it's acceptable is after you don't work there anymore or they don't work there anymore. I think that office romances are a really nice idea and a great place to meet people, but... <laughs> Just don't complicate things while you're at work. Because it's such a
0: porno, like classic yeah. porno storyline.
1: Classic, Yeah. And also, so like, hot it's hot in fantasy. In reality, HR. HR. Yeah, HR. And also like there's a lot of, I don't know. Um, power play. Power play and gender dynamics and mm. really depends. And it also, I mean, I think it can work well, but I think that's, the statistics are so low for that you have to make sure you're really on the same fucking page and it doesn't get complicated which it probably will
0: yeah i mean i think the way the question is worded says that it's not about uh, getting into a relationship so if it's just sex it's never hot to sleep with your boss it's just so like it's just really problematic don't do it
1: yeah unless unless you fancy them a lot but shit could go sour so quick but there's no harm you could lose your job yeah literally you could they could lose their job it's just dangerous but they
0: could lose their job yeah we're
1: allowed to fantasize and it's a very hot fantasy like i could definitely get behind the pornos and the wank bank material of that yeah just wouldn't do it in real life
0: Mm. i can imagine you know like if you had a really hot boss like obviously you would be fantasizing about that because it is like the power play thing
1: yeah, even just colleagues. It's like you're you're working in such oh, yeah, close, yeah. confined with your colleagues. It's just really natural to end up fancying them or wanting to fuck them. Or even just yeah. thinking about it. We do it. It's, it's just part of what our brains do.
0: And that yeah, can be fun. Sure. It's just
1: fucking danger otherwise. Although saying that, my best friend, who's getting married next year, they met in the office and it worked pretty yeah. really well for them. But
0: loads think, of people meet at work. Loads of people meet at work.
1: I don't think one of them stayed very long. I think they moved and that's when things could progress I further. Agree. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's normal to have work relationships and like be with people in in your situation at work. But I think it's just the dynamic when there's the power shift, especially when it comes, it's just really like the whole, after that every like me too story, mm-hmm. like so many of those stories come from, like a boss taking advantage of someone underneath them.
1: Yeah, if you fancy your boss or your boss is very clearly fancying you, like they just need to have a conversation and make it very clear. It's like, I am your boss, this is not okay. What do we do about this? If you both want it, then you just need that conversation. If there's no conversation here, that's a red fucking flag. Mm -hmm. Run,
0: run a mile. (laughs) Run, run. That, just that TikTok song came into my mind. Run. Yeah. Okay. The next question is Is being in a relationship better than being single? I feel like I'm missing out. Such oh. an interesting question. And I think yeah. everyone kind of goes through this when they are single I mean the grass is always greener on the other side always
1: fucking greener I swear it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what you do if you're in a in a long-term relationship you're desperate for single times unless yeah. you're codependent Lol.
0: <laughs> but to be fair like even in my last relationship I was having a big like problem with getting into a stage where I was actually comfortable with it being a relationship relationship because yeah. I was like I really enjoyed parts of being single and are going to miss that single life so yeah basically you can't have it both ways really yeah. being in a relationship is not better than being single being single is not better than being in a relationship it's whatever you feel happy with in the moment that's what's best for you yeah we have this weird hierarchy in society of
1: relationships where it's yeah. like um it's like what it, the at the bottom is divorced then it's single and then it goes to like uh like yeah relationship um what is it when you in, being engaged being mm-hmm. married and then like the length of time and which is so we're just, problematic we're so obsessed with that and that doesn't mean anything it's just that that's what we've been brought up to believe equals success in a relationship yeah. and it just doesn't oh,
0: there's the whole conversation around that like if you're single nobody's chosen you i
1: know it's just, just so brutal like who fucking came up with that shit that's like deep dark nightmare stuff
0: yeah but that but being single doesn't mean that no one chose you it mean, means that you chose yourself
1: isn't it? why wouldn't you want to choose yourself like work on yourself and be the best person you can be and not rely on somebody mm-hmm. else not have all those negative things come up like but then again you know i i, I don't think there's it's just Everything's equal. Everything's yeah. equal and you just have to just listen to what you want at that time. Yeah,
0: and there isn't a hierarchy. There shouldn't no. be a hierarchy. Cause I mean, the way that everyone talks about relationships because of the way society is, mm-hmm. like it's seen to be a hierarchy but yeah. we just need to get out of that thinking like yeah, just all... because you've been with someone for a long time doesn't mean that you're suc- like you've succeeded at life yeah or that you're happy no so many just people I you know you um... broke up doesn't mean that you failed yeah you're just on to the next chapter of your life and each chapter is just as beautiful as the next
1: yeah whatever situation you're in own it or make a change
0: The next question is, how do I overcome sexual kink shame? I have a daddy kink and I try hard not to be ashamed. I really relate to this though. Like as someone that has enjoyed using the daddy word in in the bedroom, I have like a massive thing about being like, Is that okay? Like, what? Uh, Incest? I don't understand. Why do I enjoy this?
1: Uh, I mean, a lot of where our kinks and fetishes come from and what turns us on is actually just come from childhood and come from Mm. our parents. And that's not a shameful or bad thing to to name. It just feels uncomfortable because Mm. we're so scared of of incest which no one really thinks of incest even if they're fantasizing about it it doesn't mean to say you want to fuck your family absolutely not.
0: i think like also when people say daddy it doesn't mean your dad yeah two separate dads in in sexual situations it also could mean like a pimp kind of like daddy like it's basically like you own me
1: yeah uh, that's what daddy stands for you're the daddy and it really totally depends on like how how that gets you off. And it's okay. Mm. It's, I mean, a a lot of what I'm realizing recently is a lot of what turns me on sexually is what maybe I didn't receive when I was a child Mm. or what I did receive, you know, like I want like praise and attention all the time and desire and touch and that's a fascinating realization to have but there is still a lot of shame in it i think when we definitely have a kink or a fetish because we've basically trained ourselves to repress it and tell ourselves that it's bad and it's wrong and we shy away from it it just builds up that shame into this big horrible monster that you can't shake until you start understanding it owning it talking about it and being like you know what? Yeah. Like that that's how I felt about things at the time. Like there were times
0: and I don't know. It's just it can be such a mind fuck so I feel you. Yeah. I actually like when I started exploring the lactation play stuff and realizing that I had that kink. Me and the guy that I was seeing back then like did some research and mm-hmm. we found this vice article i think it was like of people just like talking about their own experiences with it and, like as soon as i heard other people talking about it, it just made me feel so much better and less ashamed about even enjoying it in the first place
1: right uh, honestly finding your online community finding other people that can relate because you do feel alone especially if it's quite a uh, a kink that you've spoken to with like other partners and they're like, mm, nah, I'm not really into that. And you're like, oh my God, there's no one out there. And it's yeah. not until you own it, do the, do the research. You know what? I mean, I say that, but for years I knew about, you know, having a tickle fetish and looking into my communities online and still feeling alone. I was like, yeah, but that's online. That wasn't in my real life. And that's not true. Since I've started owning it and putting it out there, I have met so many people who share the same fetish as me, not just mm-hmm. fetish. And now I'm, I'm actively making effort to make sure that people know no, because hell I, I don't know if i've shagged somebody or been with someone intimately they might have even had the same fetish or same kink but both of us were too ashamed to say who knows that could have been like an amazing sexual experience but no it was all based in shame and too worried to say anything
0: it takes a lot of work and i think it takes a lot of trust with the partner mm-hmm. to even open up about it i still feel shame about like talking about kinks and fetishes it's like an ongoing journey for us all Yeah. um but just be like aware that everyone has the same kinks and fetishes we're all just human beings whatever you feel someone else probably feels as well
1: oh yeah 100 percent. doesn't matter how niche and how much like, com- like ridiculous it is somebody else out there where hat will have it will share the same thing you are not alone um and just yeah i think Definitely owning it, talking about it, will change that. It's so fucking hard, though. you got to jump mm-hmm. towards these... Take the risks and feel uncomfortable I find it harder to talk to a partner You know, about my kinks and fetishes Rather than strangers Strangers, I can fucking tell all day A partner who I'm sexually intimate with I'm like,
0: oh, it's it's so hard Jesus
1: Christ, yeah, it's so much harder So maybe try elsewhere Write it on a forum, a page Make yourself a profile somewhere Where you can be your authentic self And then once that start Gives you a little bit more confidence Maybe you can talk to your partner about it
0: Yeah, and you need to make sure that their reaction is going to be, like, a good reaction, because otherwise it can catapult you back into, like, the shame area. Yeah. Um, But you just need to open up and be like, hey, this is really hard for me to talk about, and I feel quite a lot of shame around it. But maybe, like, you know, show them some of the research that you've done or... Um, I don't know give them some resources yeah understanding you don't think that they know about it yet
1: understanding why and where your kink or fetish has come from has, is so valuable because a lot of it we just don't understand why and we shy away from learning more about it and understanding why and mm-hmm. so being able to like literally look at the psychology behind it and what might have influenced us oh it it honestly it changes everything you're like oh that makes a load of sense like for example feet in the actual brain uh, where the, the the feet are the sensory part of feet are is right yeah. next to arousal for everyone so that those wires what? can get completely crossed or smushed together depending on how your brain is like you know formed mm-hmm. and you can have a complete and utter fetish for feet because that's so close to your genitals or arousal that's it's so just yeah blew my goddamn mind
0: wow holy shit i'm so horny next question is i'm a 21 year old virgin who wants to find someone but i don't know how
1: oh baby thank you so much for saying that 21 year old virgin that's a beautiful age your virginity is yours and not for anyone else to tell you that you should be losing it or not
0: You can lose your virginity whenever you want. And plus, virginity is just a construct anyway.
1: Exactly. I mean, if you don't know what that means, virginity being like what everyone put down to virginity was what? Penis in vagina. And of course that cannot be true because what about same sex sex? What about oral sex? What about trauma? What about sexual abuse? You know, that, a lot of people might see that situation as like the time they lost their virginity and absolutely not. You can rewrite that. Your virginity, losing your virginity could be the first time you just had a really nice sexual experience and that could Mm -hmm. be it It doesn't have to be what school and what the world has told you it is you you make the rules it's your fucking virginity
0: i guess like dating when you haven't had that much experience can be really scary um and it's quite it's terrifying where do i you know where do i even go to find someone to have sex with i think we all struggle with dating to be honest like no one fucking likes it. Actually, some people do. They're sick in their head. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love dating. It's I really hate fun. dating. But it, is, it, it can be really terrifying um, and nerve-wracking, even if you have lost your virginity before. I mean, what Florence and I used to say back in the day was just like... Yeah, I think you just got to get it out of the way with. And unfortunately, like t- taking some of that does really make a difference. Like knowing that maybe the first time you have sex isn't necessarily going to be this big, amazing, life changing, pleasurable experience. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it's just getting over that first anxious hurdle Mm. especially the longer that it's left the more it's built up into your head makes it more of a thing you know like this virginity has power and weight over you when it shouldn't when really it should just be like hey maybe i should just fall into bed with somebody and have a go i mean it's also understandable if you have dealt with trauma then losing your virginity can be a really very difficult thing that we would advise getting actual professional help and talking to a therapist or um some kind of professional that that will fit in that area um but if it might just be like a a social anxiety or not wanting to go on dates I mean this person has asked how do I do that so probably online dating might be your best bet or if you don't want to do online dating make sure you're getting out there and meeting more Mm -hmm. people Um, And if that's hard in your friendship group, if you don't know people that are getting out there, you know, take yourself to a pub on your own, go with a friend that feels similarly like, you know, ask about being a win man, go and do singles events where they actually put you in a room and make you do fun activities and make you meet each other. And I'm not saying the first time will be successful, even the second time or third, but being able to do that on a regular basis might just break down those fears and go like, oh, okay, cool, like I've done this before. It just might make the process a bit easier I think
0: just don't put pressure on it as well like you will lose your virginity mm-hmm. when it's supposed to happen you don't have to like yeah. force it to happen you don't have to hunt for it like all relationships in life like they come when we least expect it as well and obviously like mm-hmm. if you want to be proactive and do dating then do that if that's something that excites you and you want to meet new people but if you don't really fancy dating then don't you don't have to do that either you could meet someone naturally just when it happens
1: yeah the two very different opinions there but like both are, are valid and important you just got to choose which one you want to go yeah,
0: down <sighs> and as always you do email us in questions as well um, we've had to cut this down quite a bit um so we could read it out my boyfriend once compared going down on me to eating an oyster and he really hates mm-hmm. oysters We have been going out for four years since I was 23 and we have a great relationship. However, I sometimes think I am more sexually curious than him. I really want him to go down on me and... Although I occasionally ask him to do it and he will agree, he will not ever do it spontaneously. Is this normal? How do I approach this and not be super pushy about it?
1: Oh, the oral thing is so hard. I wonder if the, the oral dynamic is different. You know, if if she is happy to go down on him, but he isn't happy Steeds to go down to the on her. Yeah, frustrating. I mean, firstly, that's really unfair for him to say, say that, like, going down on her is something that he dislikes firstly oysters are fucking amazing so that's just Mm -hmm. ridiculous
0: I mean I can't Um, agree but I
1: just I think that's really damaging of him but it also sounds like you guys are pretty young you know we say a lot of dumb stuff when we're that age when we're trying to figure it all out uh, it it depends on if this is a deal breaker for you. If him not going down on you, because it's not even just about the oral. It's about him wanting to give you pleasure it, without his pleasure. Not gonna lie,
0: this would be one hundred percent a deal breaker for me. If someone told me that yeah. they, well, if they compared going down on me to eating oysters, I would be get out of my house right now. Like you can't, especially if they're not open to talking about it. And like understanding, to be fair, I couldn't ever understand why someone wouldn't want to go down on me and like accept it. Um, I'd just be (laughs) like, okay, this isn't going to work then. Um, Bye. (laughs)
1: See ya. I mean we're not in that position and I've been there in that position before where I have had partners that haven't gone down on me and it's just I've sort of just accepted it but really that's not what you're supposed to do if it's something that you want Mm. to happen then you need a conversation about it it needs to be brought up and maybe try and understand why he doesn't want that not just like in like a Oh, I just don't like it, kind of way. But like, what is it actually that you do Are you? Is it? Is it genuinely just down to laziness? Is it like you don't like the taste of vagina? Like, what is it I about it? This is gets it- to me
0: as well because there's this, definitely this like patriarchy thing of like guys yeah. basically calling each other out and like being like wet if they are someone that goes down on a yeah, woman, not man enough, exactly, and. Th- then I think from that shame that you had from like when you were younger, you build it up into this thing to be like, oh, like I can't go down on a woman. Like that makes me like less of a man. It was actually this storyline on Sopranos actually, Mm -hmm. where there was like a sequel, one of like the boss guys like went down on his lady and he's like, don't ever tell anyone that I do this. And then she like yabs onto like the girl at the salon and then all the other boys like get, whiffed of it, and like then just started cracking jokes at him all the time and like just basically ripping the piss out of him and I just think it happens to so many people I've spoken to loads of guys actually I was seeing not seeing a guy but like I had a fuck buddy who was like yeah I don't don't go down. I was what?
1: like, I just think saying you don't do something is already problematic. That's a red fucking
0: flag. It was because like he had this hang up of like not doing it because it wasn't manly. And it was just like part of his friend group's way of thinking. And I was just like, yeah. Oh. Is it porn uh, as well? Is
1: that we, we never saw porn like in porn, man going down on a woman. Never. It was only girl going well, down Well, it's on just another, another
0: thing to say that women don't deserve as as equal pleasure to men basically basically. which is fucked in itself so yeah and it's like you're less of a man if you pleasure your woman yeah fucked it's fucked up it's
1: madness why why was that even a thing why wouldn't you want to
0: there can't be a legit reason for not going down on your partner like if you love giving your partner pleasure then you should love like every aspect Mm -hmm. of that and oral sex is a big part of sex yeah dude sort your shit out dude yeah really do like have this conversation with him and be like look i really love oral sex i want to have oral sex i want you to go down on me please explain yeah or send him this
1: podcast yeah if he if he can't figure if he can't do that for you then
0: maybe you need a reality check it's just really annoying because you're like your relationship's great and that's like the one thing I would be so annoyed. it's not the
1: one thing though, fucking boot it.
0: See, I don't know. <laughs> Get out of there. Again. Find someone that will go down because they're always better in bed anyway.
1: Oh yeah, definitely way more in tune to like your pleasure for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Shush, my sister's next door. <laughs> So we are back with our porn story. Sorry, we've had a little break from it. We little break. As we had like serious subjects to talk about and we didn't <laughs> want to ruin them with our porn story. <laughs> yeah. um, so where are we so far with this porn story? This is
1: something that we've been creating with you guys um, for like, it's kind of like consequences. So each yeah. of each week we get a line that extends the porn story. So this is Florence and our porn story that you never know, you might even make into a
0: real porno. Oh, yeah. So the story so far, Florence was home alone, answered the door to her angry landlady, Reed. It turned out Florence was sleeping with Reed's husband. Oh, scandalous. He also turned up at the flat and Florence began to strip naked. Of course, as you did. But do. it turns out that Reed had a secret of her Oh, (gasps) oh shit dun 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 and that was like the next part that we needed to find out from you guys so we've had
1: some really great suggestions in which we actually want to read out and then we're going to pick one um right drum roll reed has a secret twin sister with a sploshing fetish oh i love that that's great
0: (laughs) that's such a random like i just don't understand how someone thought of that
1: i don't know but i love it i love it i wonder what my twin sister's called so so sploshing is a a food messy fetish. It's it's like getting messy with food, and that could be a various different types of food, and there are loads of different subcategories of sploshing, but I think mainly it's just like pouring food all over you and get that getting that information. That's literally in a my way. worst
0: nightmare. So if you came up to me and was like, I have a secret twin sister and she has this <sighs> fetish. I mean, I don't know why you'd be coming to me. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> although we shouldn't shame the fetish uh, just because it's oh, i'm not saying i'm not saying but i'm just saying if you came up to me and was like dun 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 this is my secret i'd be like cool yeah cool and then what all
1: right get on your knees and get ready for the fucking cream cake fest. i mean i would
0: not be okay with that because i am not into food and sex yeah,
1: imagine as well it's all like lactose you're like dude i'm dairy please <laughs> <cream>. i <I'm> vegan <laughs> Wait, did I say, dude,
0: I'm dairy? (laughs) I don't know. I'm dairy, man.
1: I'm fucking dairy.
0: Right, okay, let's crack on. Um, Okay, the next secret suggestion was she's pregnant. Oh, dun, dun, dun. oh that's very estandos.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking standard. Uh, loads of people suggested this one as well, the pregnant <laughs> one. Nice. Um, next option was, she's in love with Florence and wants to live with her. Oh, that's actually so sweet. <gasps> this isn't even a secret, we
0: know this. Yeah, we know this. This, this is reality.
1: Uh yeah, I'm gonna be moving in soon, babes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. She wants him even. Some, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> Please let me in. I'll pay whatever you want. <sighs>
0: um, that could be a good secret. Um, the last one is she wants to punish Florence for what she did by tying her up and tickling her. Fu-
1: <gasps> May this is what what is going on? Why is everyone bringing this fetish out, man? Jesus <laughs>
0: Christ! <laughs> they love it. They fucking do. They love it. So, what is our favorite one? Um, what would what would what would like provoke the best next scenario of a porn film? I mean,
1: I like the pregnant one, but that doesn't really sound great in a porno. Well, you no, know, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can be pregnant and do porn. Like, there's a huge
0: people have loads of loads of people have pregnancy <gasps> fetishes. What? It's because I have a lactation fetish, oh, and I would be like, oh shit. my god, you're pregnant now. I can suck on your tits. Yeah.
1: Mate, I mean, I'd be so down for that. Like, hook me up to a machine, fucking mm. all day. Wait, I'm pregnant, right? This is I, me.
0: Yeah, I don't know um, if that's. I can't. I don't see what that would be in the in the scenario no. of the form film, though. Would, like, as good we, as that secret is,
1: how would we also like actually film that too? Like, we'd have to find somebody who's pregnant suddenly be like, ding, yeah, bing. And also, like, semi looks like me.
0: I think, and also your twin sister one also could be hard to film. And also,
1: I love yeah, how we've CGI, gone to like
0: CGI costs, we need to cut down. Um, I love how we've gone to like
1: full production mode here, not even <laughs> just like fantasy mode. We're like, yes, how do we do it? How much is the budget? How are we gonna film this?
0: <laughs> well, we're actually gonna make this one day, so. <clears throat> Um, I'm not sure about the tickling thing. I feel like that was too intimate. Yeah, to man. I don't think take I could I don't her. think
1: I could do that with you. Sorry, mate.
0: So, I have a feeling that it's going to have to be you're in love with me and you want to move in. That's actually That could be like a cute. bit of a cuz then what am I going to do? But like if you tell me that I'm like, "Well, I'm in love with your husband." Yeah,
1: what about our husband's, man? What's what's And happening then we could there? be like,
0: "Oh shit, maybe we should have a threesome." ha! <laughs>
1: wait oh husbands do we have a husband each here is there like
0: i'm sure there was also, two people no. wasn't
1: there someone in your house as well
0: no that was our suggestion
1: ah, i see wow complicated yeah okay right i'm desperately in love with you and i want to move in that's okay that's it
0: so she said this, I'm like naked in front of her already. And she's like, okay, Florence, I'm in love with you. And I want to move in with you. And I'm like, what? You were angry a second ago. Wow, like, why was what? I angry though? Where did the anger come from, Florence? It's all that deep from sea love. love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happens next? Reed has just revealed her undying love for me. Huh. Am I happy about this? Am I accepting of the love? And, um, Do I want her and her husband to come in and fuck me? I mean,
1: <laughs> was that just a suggestion yourself?
0: <laughs> I mean, what if I'm leaving my husband
1: out? Let's like, see ya. See
0: ya oh, later. Bye. I'll be like, oh, well.
1: Hmm. I feel like we need to ramp this up as well. We need to, like... Uh, this needs
0: to get sexy from here on out. Yeah, come on. Like,
1: we've had enough love. We need, like, sexiness. I sexiness. mean, to sexy be fair, there are two
0: women in this scenario and one man
1: where's it gonna go where's it gonna go you can also add random people add celebrities as well because you know then it means we have to try and get them in on the panel when we actually film it
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so curious fuckers it is up to you what happens next on the podcast so email your suggestions in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk and we'll put a call out on instagram as well so look out for it there so that you can decide what happens next we
1: really hope you've enjoyed this q a episode with florence and i let us know if you want to hear more and also keep an eye out on our stories in case we do ask you what your sex questions are for the next one of these
0: so make sure you are following this podcast and give us a rating five star and <laughs> review you're amazing <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so good that's
0: amazing um please follow us on
1: instagram at come curious and our personal accounts readamberx amber x and florence bar
0: and share this podcast wide Wide? Yes. Wider than your legs. <laughs> Wider than your legs. <laughs> and we will see you curious fuckers next Thursday.
1: Mm, love you all. Bye. Crowd Network. A place where you belong.